You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. So, like, oh my god, like, this movie so speaks to me. Like, like I just love the fact that I'm a pretty blonde girl whose dad has a lot of money. And, like, all I have to do is have my sister date somebody so I can date, too. We're talking about 10 Things I Hate About You. Eric, how are you doing? Oh, my God. I'm fabulous. And I'm happy because this is your first time watching this one. This is a teenage yeah. 90s classic or 2000s? 90s. 90s. 1999. Classic. Uh, did Gina see this with you? Yes, she did. Yeah. Has she seen this movie before? Um, she she swears by this movie. Yes. Yes, I would say most. Uh, I would say millennial females could find a rom com or teenage comedy of one sort to say that was the one that right was on repeat. Repeat this one. What else one Sarah did we did we talk about with the choreographed dance scene at the end? Was it she's, she's all that? that? Yeah. I still think uh, the one get over it. Was that the one with Cisco? Uh, um with Cisco and Ben and Ben Foster, uh yes. James, James Franco. Uh uh-huh. Yeah. Or or the other one, Shane West was in both of them, right? Uh that one. Anyway, there's a not a shortage of 90s teenage uh, rom-coms. So then, Sarah, why is this one the special one, or a special one? For me, I remember watching this movie. Uh, it's always associated with the band for me. I don't know why. Uh, I think every time we went on a band trip, this was one of the movies that was approved. Is like kid-friendly, you know, nothing was really wrong with it. It's fairly wholesome. Um, and so we watched this. It's like I just associate this with my time in the band in high school. And so I just I have a love of this movie. Um, it is supremely quotable in pretty much any situation. And I told uh, Eric at the beginning of our viewing uh, was that last night I think or yesterday afternoon. Uh, please stop me if I'm talking too much because I I love this movie. <laughs> Allison, uh, Janie, uh, of course, mm. uh, a lot of uh, good people actually, uh, young stars in this one too. Before they uh, started to go big, Heath Ledger, notably uh, Julia Stiles, before she got some bigger roles on this one. Uh, JGL, always good to see his face. Um, that one guy. Okay, so I'm trying to decide right now if this is still. I <laughs> mean, like all holes. day, I've been debating if if this is a no bag or a small. <gasps> this this movie this movie sucks. This this probably is in the same ballpark as Love Actually for me. This is oh, bad. Jordan. okay, okay. Well, let's let's go. Okay, ahead. this so, is great. This is great. Okay. This is a bad movie. This is a really bad. <laughs> I'm movie. Not going to defend this movie. No, this but, is bad. Uh, but we can. I definitely want to hear the you Jordanize yeah. it. Uh, oh yeah! Just because there, there is, there is a bit of a uh, again a lot with these '90s movies, especially when it because they just seem to be more in in the team drama sphere of of the romantic comedy was in the '90s, right? There's just a lot. There's just so many more teen ones than there were to be like the the thirty somethings. No, because you get uh, Runaway Bride and sort of that like Meg Ryan, Sandra Bullock, uh, Julia Roberts heyday was in the 90s. You've got Mail, uh, While You Were Sleeping. All of those movies, I think, were right around the 90s. Sleepless in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Right there. No, yeah, okay. I, I just, God, this year of love series. Um, I guess I'm just more comparing it to a lot of the because Mandy Moore was huge uh, and mm, a lot of her. I walked her remember. Yeah, uh, and Crossroads so you, for Britney Spears. You had a mix of like the the coming of age, the the growing, the mature uh, part of it, uh, which I guess probably was more of the sentimental kind of the walk to remember. Um, there was. Uh, uh, another one that she had. Another's a there's a list of them, and I really don't want to save break. the last dance. That mm -hmm. was after this movie. That was that was two thousand one. 
But because of her dancing in this guy uh-huh. in that movie. But go ahead, yep. Eric. The breakthrough female lead was really, I think, coming up in in a lot of this too. And they made a lot of attempts. That that uh, that one girl. I, I, oh my goodness, who was in uh, Get Over It? She was like the maximum cover for a bit, and it just failed. Like they were really whatever they. Oh, Get Over It was Kristen Dunst. Mm-hmm. Are you thinking Melissa Joan Hart? The companion piece to to get over it. There was another one that came out right after it that Shane uh-huh. West was also in, uh, because there was the other part was that they were coming out of Shakespeare stuff. So like uh-huh. this, ten things I had about you was uh, to tame a shrew or taming of the shrew. Taming of the shrew. Get over it was Midsummer Night's Dream, uh-huh. and there was another one that um, basically did like there Shakespeare was big. There they did Othello. Uh, the big mm-hmm. one too, like yeah, Julia Stiles is in that one. Yeah, so Shakespeare was... got big because of Leo, Eric. That's why. You think that's what it was? You think the Boz Lerman? That Leo... movie came out in '96. That movie came out in '96. That movie was not a huge hit, but it was a huge, huge hit for the pre-teens or maybe like the high school age girls. So hey, we have a hit. Let's continue on with this franchise of uh, of. Uh, Shakespeare alternatives. Right. I mean, that, that, that's that's all it is. I mean, my God. You know, I, I really didn't take it. Uh, whatever it takes, by the way, is the other movie that I was thinking of with uh, James Franco. Jonathan and, Taylor Town. Oh. No, no. It's with James Franco and uh, Shane West. And then the next year, they did Get Over It. Again, another teen uh, thing. And then, and then and this one, they had some other girls that they were trying to. Marla Sokoloff. Right, and Jody Lynn O'Keefe, who was supposed to be the big it girl of the 2000s, the Maxim big spread cover girl. Um, obviously, you don't know these names, and that's the nope. reason why they failed. But this was just the teen hype tiger beat market that, that they were pushing out. I think it's just because 10 Things I Hate About You, I think it's because of the cast. A lot of these movies survived just because of who was in them, and Heath Ledger happened to be the heartthrob that won. Who's Heath Ledger? Shut up. At this point, no, I'm serious. At what? this point, no, I'm serious. At, at this point in time, who is Heath Ledger? When this movie came out, my wife, IMDb'd it. She was, my wife was Jordan last night. Throughout <laughs> the movie, educated me on things. This is Heath Ledger's first American film. It was. This yep. is George Girl, Love It, Fresh Off, or just started doing thir- uh, 30, Third mm-hmm. Rock from the Sun, all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, so who, he's, okay, so who is Heath Ledger at this moment? He's no one yet. Exactly. So, I mean, I, I could talk about him. I could talk about how every character in this movie are just evil people. Um, and all of them deserve every bad thing that could ever happen. I also would argue that every person in this movie is in the wrong movie. They should be in a Final Destination movie because that's clearly what they look like. Um, God, God, guys, really, this movie sucks. <laughs> this movie really, really sucks. Eric, you're right. At the beginning of the show, I've never seen this movie before. I had no desire to see this movie. The only thing I know of this movie was the uh, was the bleachers. Uh, the dance scene. Yeah, the dance. That's mm-hmm. it. So, I mean, like, do you guys – okay, so from Fresh Eyes, somebody who watched this just last night pre this recording, I guess we can start the show off by telling you guys some of my gripes. If you if you want it, we can kind of snowball off of that. Yeah. Actually, um, it, it, l- no. Let me no no. We could definitely do that. I don't want to hear them. <laughs> but let me ask you something. But before you get into it, let me mm-hmm. see if we could try something new here. Okay. Um, I would like for you to explain to me the movie as if I had never seen it, and you know, it's just like, hey, I don't care. Go ahead and just. Uh, explain the movie to me, Jordan. We gotta. I gotta go on stage and I gotta, you know, uh, talk about this movie. In, in you know, give me five minutes. Okay, so and I want Jordan it with eyes. a neutral, neutral spin. I, I don't know how to. Okay, feel free um, to do character go, voices as well. Go. Okay, go with me. So, uh, uh, okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Husband has a wife that's either left him or died. They never say that because they're like, your mother has gone away. So I don't know if the husband, I don't know if the wife has lived or died. They have two daughters. They have a senior daughter that's blonde and really, really skinny. They have another one. She was in Secret World of Alex Mack, and she's the pretty popular one. She really wants to date. She's so ready to date. Her pheromones are through the roof. Her older sister, 
Oh, true. Her, well, uh, I'm saying this is a summary, Jordan. Let's, this let's is stick a summary. to the. Let's stick to the. You, I'm you what yeah, I he saw. felt the need to include oh that detail gosh. in the summary. Yeah, it's no the kidding. truth because it's crap. That's her character. You've I'll read the summaries of this of this show. Yeah. Right. So no, that's know. her character. That's the way I. I'm sorry. Okay. Continue. No, Pheromones okay. running wild. Pheromones running wild. You know, she wants to date. She wants to have boys. Her dad is like, no. You cannot date unless your older sister dates, and her older sister's like, I don't care about boys. I don't care about anything but art and being really, 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 really skinny. So all of a sudden, here comes long, uh, I'm going to be Joker someday and die, Heath Ledger, um, who is supposed to be a bad boy, but he's not a bad boy because he treats her very, very well. Why he treats her very well, who I'm talking about his older sister, because Joseph Gordon-Lovett comes in, uh, pre everything, right? Pre long hair, pre Robin, and no, pre th this is after Third Rock from the Sun. Okay, all right. He comes in and he's just like, Oh my god, this is my first day at this school that doesn't actually exist. It's like a castle on a mountain cliff in Seattle. It is and actually a school, it's not a high school, it's a university then. No, and, it's actually a high school. Oh, it geez. was, it was Are something else and then it burned down and they renovated it into a high school. All right. Well, it is what it is. I can't believe this exists, but here we go. That's Seattle. Um, all of a sudden, his first day at school, he gets a little tour guide who becomes his best friend for no reason. And as soon as he sees this younger blonde girl, he has to do everything he can to go on a date with her because he is smitten by her. So they go to the jerk jock guy, pays them money to pay Heath Ledger to go on dates with older sister but he loves the older sister so much, and she doesn't realize that he loves her. He's trying to express himself, and then finally people lose, and at the end people succeed, and nobody learns a lesson whatsoever. So you're going on on stage, Eric. Pretend that you are a piece of toasted Wonder Bread and go. Well, that was pretty... this, movie, this movie sucks, guys. This movie's <laughs> bad. Jordan, I know you can be overwhelmed and you can be underwhelmed, but can you ever just be whelmed? Nice. No, I can't because cause, <laughs> nice, 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 that's nice, Sarah. So look, I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to be like an old fuddy-duddy here. I had no idea what I was getting myself into uh, when I press play. By the way, this is on Disney Plus. I, mm -hmm. That was confusing. Um, but my wife was excited, giddy as hell. And usually there's a reason for that, and I don't see it. And she says it's because of Heath Ledger. So I'm like, okay, is it just my wife has a crush on Heath Ledger, or is Heath Ledger literally this, this heartthrob? And I'm sorry, ladies who are listening to the show and Sarah, I don't see it. He doesn't seem like a heartthrob to me. You he know, there. I don't think that... What's his name? Noah was a heartthrob in the last movie we watched. But hey, agree <laughs> to disagree. So, Heath Ledger uh, is a babe. Okay. Uh, tr traditionally, I, I understand you're going for kind of like uh, some bolder, stronger features there, Jordan. But I and I understand that tr from that point of view, Heath Ledger may not be one to uh, meet the needs, but understand that there is a beauty in uniqueness and there's a reason why like uh, someone like benedict cumberbottom for mm. instance has such a following is because he has a very unique uh flavor to him same with like uh like a david bowie perhaps uh, and it goes with uh, maybe even like a kate moss even too the very you know kind of high cheek it's a very different look about it that's so unique that's it's original, and some people are kind of drawn to that. Same the the same way. I don't want to compare it to like you know unique looking animals or something like that. But you know, there's 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 always going to be a, a look that I would say a, a, a lot of models are like that though. Where I'm just like, who them? They're hot. It's like, well, no, just because their bone structure is not of the normal. Uh, but oh, yeah, no. I get you. Oh, also, I disagree with that. Also, the uh, well, I'm sorry, uh, not of the normal as in like maybe above. In, could be... No, no, I mean, I disagree that the only reason you think, uh, or yeah, that you're saying Heath Ledger is attractive is because he's different looking. No, he I, is I'm, different I'm saying he's that ugly in this movie. I'm not saying that different looking. I'm saying that he has a, un a unique appearance that is generally uh, not, you know, it's it's unique. It's it's not a traditional look about him. I, I think that he's got a great smile about him. Uh, there is 
the mystery about this character, which I think is probably alluring because he he is new in America. He the accent I'm sure helps. Australian mm. accent uh, seems to be just right up there with the top accents uh, for many Americans, and. Yeah, uh, just having this newcomer, new hunk kind of coming in seems to always work, especially in America, with Australians imported especially, whether it be Russell Crowe, whether it be Mel Gibson, uh, whether it be uh, anyone else that I can't think of right now. They even call them an Aussie in the movie. Look, I just don't see it, okay? I I think the long hair is gross on him. Um, I don't understand. The long hair is sexy. He has that smile. That just like goes ear to ear. Ugh, it's great. Okay, okay. So he's supposed to be a bad boy, and I like how the script is so lazy, and the, like and like characters are telling us, oh, oh, okay. Well, Heath Ledger, Cameron, Cameron, is that no? That's not his mm-hmm. name. Cameron, yes, Cameron is this? Well, Cameron. Cameron is JGL. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, anyway, what what Heath Ledger's character is supposed to like? Patrick. Patrick, he's supposed to party with this rock star. He's supposed to have done drugs with this person or done that. And and all of it's farce because why? I mean, like, I mean, like we don't. Rumors. Right. But we don't know what he's like. We don't see his home life. We, I mean, like, that's why movies like this suck and why movies like Breakfast Club is better. That are kind of like that teen bot movie because you get to know these characters. You get to know their home well, life. I don't know anything about this guy. This guy is a total mystery throughout the whole movie. I, I get that. I'm not going to defend it, but I will say that the the it's misdirected there, Jordan. The Breakfast Club is supposed to be a bit more of a commentary about the cliches in the lunchroom and the different backgrounds that you know you you see on the surface, but you actually don't know what's going on behind the scenes. You think Miss Perfect is living a perfect life, but actually it sucks. You think you know what I mean? It, it, it's the student pressures that everyone goes into. This is different because this is about. Well, it's an old Shakespeare tale. and It's, it's about it's, nothing. It's about love. It's not about love because it's so forced. It's so incredibly forced. Heath Ledger is supposed to be a bad guy. We got to get off Heath Jordan, Ledger it, here the, the same. Okay, well, the same story can be done in, like, She's All That. Right? Where you, you have the challenge to, to, to kind of date one person or make them... Uh, you know, a part of a circle or something that they're not take them, take the outcast and put them into somewhere. And, you know, sorry, never seen it. I don't want to see it. I, I, it's, it's, it's crap. It's, it's just crap. I mean, I was, I was going to this because you have some nowadays, a list celebrities and normal, normally, 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 traditionally, uh, when, when there's a movie, when all these a list celebrities now were nobody's then, there's some weight to the movie. There's 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 something to be said. There's an underline. And that's what I was searching for. And this movie didn't give me this. Did, By the way, but let's 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 move for a second. I'm sorry, Eric. Uh, can somebody please correct me? It, did, did the wife leave them or is the wife dead? I think she left them. Yeah, I don't Eric, what do you I, I think that terminology right? He says that the gone you you would be more 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 inclined to say that she left them, right? Yeah, I think at one point, uh, Julia Stiles' character says something about when mom left. You know, it's been three years since mom left. Not since mom was gone or mom died. I think she just left. Well, see, now, way. I asked you that question because my wife says to me that the, wife's do- uh, that the wife's dead. And I said, why would you say that? And she's like, because that's why Julia Stiles is acting the way she is. It's her... Uh, being hurt that her mother, probably her best friend, she was probably like her younger sister at one point, but when she her was. mother died, she became this recluse. And I yeah, said, she. Oh, sorry. No, 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 I mean, so, so then my rebuttal when we were watching the movie was that would be great if the script actually said she died. The script didn't say that, so therefore, mm-hmm. I'm assuming the mom left, which means her character is flawed. Um, yeah, I agree with part of that. So. Uh, at one point, Julia Stiles sits down, so Kat sits down with her younger sister, Bianca, and says, you know, I used to be popular, and then mom left, and that's when she started acting out. She slept with Joey Donner. It was, you know, traumatizing because she said she didn't want to do it anymore, and he dumped her. Um, So I think, I feel like uh, as traumatic as it is for a parent to die, for a parent to just up and leave, 
when you have, you know, two kids, I think is even more traumatic, especially when they've, you know, left things behind like a strand of pearls or things like that. Interesting point. Interesting point. All right, Eric, what do you think? What that? Did the mom, is the mom alive? Did the mom leave him? The mom dead? Uh, that's the first question. Second question is, do you think uh, that Julie Stiles' character uh, is reacting um, any way towards the death or the leaving of the mom? I, you know, I really don't think how or uh, I guess when. I, I really don't think how or, or what is, is really a big of a, of a deal. I think that what matters is that it was sudden. That it was it was mm-hmm. abrupt. Whether that I think that detail makes a bigger you know plays a bigger role than anything else. Whether it was that she packed her bags and left, at, you know, in the middle of the night and said and gave them an I sorry or an I'm sorry letter, or that she just disappeared, or that it was a sickness or a heart attack or something medical. I I think that it just matters that it that it shocked them that that was a bigger thing. So you could insert whatever you, you want in there as well. I, I don't think it matters too much. So I, guess I, I haven't put in too much of a thought to it. I would, I, I, it's to me, I was already convinced myself that she had left, that the mom had picked up and left. And I just kind of put that in my head and that's it. Yeah. Google can't decide either. Um, because they make the the same points we have. Uh, Bianca says when she finds the mom's pearls, it's not like she's coming back to claim them, uh, implying that she had passed away. But later in the film, Kat says to Bianca, uh, I did it right after mom left. So it can right. go either way. It's vague. I it, think it's vague to imply It is that. vague. Which I'm is, not sure I, if it's an intentional vagueness, um, but I, I think it's left vague. Well, I mean, we can put a pin in this and move on, but I will leave it. For me, I will leave it at that. That's that. That is right there. Reason why one of the reasons why I don't like this movie so much because it is so vague. This movie is not uh, a, a a tour de France of, uh, for me to think. This movie is supposed to be a teen rom com kind of movie, and to have this question of did the mom leave or die is just lazy writing. But the I mean, does it matter though? Yeah, yes, something traumatic happened to make yes, it does. to make Cat act out or be the way that she is. It doesn't matter if she died or she left them. Regardless, it's... the mother is not there. The father, who is an overprotective, uh, obvious like OBGYN, he's delivering babies all day, uh, is there to raise his two daughters that he really has no idea about them. Um, or loves them. Of course he loves them. Of course he loves them. I it, no, I, I don't think it's an it's an unimportant detail, Jordan, because right. the story is based on the interactions between the 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 main teenagers, the the mm-hmm. four or five, dare I guess six teens that are that are in this movie. Seven. So that, many. Yeah, there's there's too many, but it's based on on them, and so any detail outside of it is is only supposed sure. to affect what's going on with the the love. Uh, I guess uh, octagon that's happening. Okay, fine. I mean, like I said, we'll put a pin in it because I don't agree with you guys. I mean, like if I was writing a script uh, that Eric leaves town and Eric goes to Las Vegas to drink himself to death because his wife. You're you're left. focusing on something completely different part of the story, Jordan. I understand that, and I guess I'm getting frustrated a little well, bit. Yeah, it's like because it's like because the story doesn't make any sense. But why why is it in, why is it important? Because I feel like for somebody to be Cat, right, Julia Stiles' character, um, I feel that Cat acting the way she does seems very, very fake and very forced. She she says she doesn't want relationships. She says she doesn't want to be a part of the cool crowd. But she seems very easily won over by Heath Ledger. Because easily. he's not one of them. Right. Uh, maybe right. I mean, because he's because he's not bad. He's just an he's just an average dude. The way I took his character, and I don't mean to keep on dwelling on the mom issue. I'm just trying to get to a point that I'm here to review a movie, and my review of it is I have to look at the story, and the story to me of this mother conundrum 
doesn't make sense. And that's confusing me Again. with how the older acts different than the younger acts different. Because the younger doesn't act like anything matters, Eric. But but don't Jesus, you, you know? what we're trying what I'm trying to say to you is that you're watching the movie Ocean's Eleven and you're worrying about what they had for dinner that night. <laughs> okay. I mean, I mean, fine, Eric. I mean, how fine. How can they You're perform right. like that when they had the fish that evening? It's like, Jordan, right. it's 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 not a detail that you should be – get over that. All right. Because All right. Oh, it, you're right. You're right. Uh, because You're right. the part of it uh, – okay. Uh, let's, uh, for You're right. Bit, the, because the, the, You're right. the thing is the ruse is that, yes, she does fall for Heath, Heath Ledger, but many points before that, it shows them doing research. They – went through her room to see her of weird. her interests you know they're doing recon to see to really dig into what what she is so yes of, of uh through calculated uh, steps of oh how can we get them to or how, her to like him and through some placements yeah they and through some trial and error of course too he didn't just get in the first try there but uh, he and, yep. and also played hard to get as well too the the kind of like oh you know i'm just here to enjoy my stuff we get out of here and she's like, well, wait a minute, you know, kind of that, that, uh, instead of, uh, instead of follow, you know, instead of chase, you know, you gotta, you know, um, have them, what, instead of chase, you gotta lead. Is that what it is? What do you right. know what I mean, that's the difference of it. That's the ruse of it. That, and that's what this movie was. It's the deception that had started and then the love that had followed. So this is where I'm, I'm thinking, Eric. Uh, I actually kind of liked that we had a little bit of a spat. That was good. I enjoyed it. And the reason why I enjoyed it is because I think I'm in a funk, guys. And the funk is I just don't think I can get my mind right when I review a movie because right now. And I'm going to explain this why. It's because I know this movie. I know the hype of this movie. I know women my age love this movie. I even did a poll at work today, and all the women of my age are like, oh, my God, I love that movie. It's like, really? Right? So if I went to this with my American pie goggles on, because I love American pie, then maybe I wouldn't be so angry, right? But this movie has such a big history, such a big, like everybody our age loves this movie for the most part. Okay, what am I missing? Oh, it has Joseph Gover Love. It has Heath Ledger, as Julia Stiles, as, as the Alex Mack girl. Okay, there's, there's these, these are actors and actresses that I know. So what is this movie? really about because i would argue that american pie has some meat to it not much but it has a little bit not necessarily and, well, in my opinion, though. i i i hear you i really do i guess take a step back in under in in this movie and just maybe go with a bit more of the shakespearean play of it this is about the story of a girl cat who has had a pretty rough go in these last few years and has been there distant in, you know, there's no answers anywhere else, and no one is giving me the the solutions or the comfort that I need, so I'll just retreat back into myself. And a person who's basically just kind of given up on society and just ready to go off on her own, and then suddenly, when she's not looking, she finds somebody, this, this light in the darkness that she's living herself, right? And then the betrayal that comes of it, too. I mean, that's a lot of different levels right there where she finds herself vulnerable already in this life. And then, in, you know, she takes the chance on this person only to find that, you know, to get hurt again. It's it's a story of just the, the ups and downs of love. That's what I think. But under this very, very bubblegum 90s right. filter. Which is my issue, which is my issue because because it's bubblegum. I mean, this is Britney Spears. This is this is I mean, nothing bad happens. She finds out that Heath Ledger was paid to go on dates with her. Okay. I mean, like, but you still fell in love with him, and he, he didn't treat you bad at all. He didn't take advantage of you, sweetheart. How many how many jerks, when they were at a party and she gets drunk and she vomits, would have taken advantage of her? She tried to kiss Heath Ledger. He's supposed to be this bad boy? He's supposed to be this boy that she's not supposed to be around, and he denies her the kiss? Honey, open your eyes. This Marry this guy. Hey, he right? did not. No, he didn't hold her hair back. Yeah, he got minus points for that. <laughs> Jeez, Kurt, you're right, there, Jordan. I mean, come on. I mean, it's it's. You're right. I mean, I was I was oh, just yeah. going to this expecting something different. Sarah, did they touch back in that part where he took the high road and said, "Oh, maybe not a good time," and denies her the kiss? Did they go back to that at all? 
so he denies her the kiss. She gets kind of upset and she storms into the house. The next day is when he's talking to JGL and he says, you know, she was embarrassed. You need to embarrass yourself in order to get back onto the same playing field. And so I don't think they necessarily address the fact that they didn't kiss. Uh, Just the whole night was basically to her an embarrassment. She got really drunk. She danced on the table. She made a move and it was denied. And now she just doesn't want to show her face anywhere. That's what she was upset about, that she showed a move and she was denied. She would. She was like, "Hey, I'm here. Take me, right?" And he's like, "No." He 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 pissed her off with her feminine wiles. I know you guys are gonna say I'm fucking crazy, but I'm not. Like it's it's bullcrap. <laughs> it's bullcrap writing. I mean, she's not upset that she was dancing on the table. That was never brought up. She was not. She ups- was drunk. It do- she doesn't well, remember. Fine. It doesn't matter that she was drunk at all. She was upset because she. Because she suggested a kiss and she was denied. That's the only reason why she's pissed at him. And then all it took was for him to give her a guitar at the end for her to go, okay. Because, because she, that poem is she wasn't, stupid. Because she really loved him and she realized she loved him. And though even though he was being paid, she realized she loves him. He loves her. She writes the poem. And then he gives her a guitar. With if the money had... that he was paid by Joe, right. exactly. Joey had so paid him was... with. Right, Eric, right. So he was good. I mean, If my wife now, I know it's not the exact quote, but this is how I took it. If my wife ever says to me, I hate that I love you, I would be totally offended. So you hate yourself because you love me? I don't know about that. Well, also, well, you didn't betray your wife. Right. Well, I do well, that. That sounds like a story. Well, here Jesus, offline. Jordan. Yeah, I mean, just I do like, that like I do that like once a week, right? Oof. So I joke, think that Keith, Keith Ledger's love language is uh, giving <laughs> gifts, and Julia Stiles' love language is words of affirmation. So you know, it's just different ways of showing the other person they love each other. Nice. I love that we're so close. Um, look, I, I, guys, I, it's just. I'm really trying to like this, and I just I, – I, I am. I, I watched this almost twice because I was like, okay, why do I hate this? And I and I watched clips on YouTube. I was like, yeah, I still hate it. I just – I mean like she's – Julia Stiles is just upset because he didn't kiss her. Uh, the big scene that, that my wife was all excited about besides the bleacher scene was that she flashes the teachers her Oof. boobs – that like, is like the worst scene yeah, ever. Yeah, that's a pretty cringe scene. It's really right. uncomfortable to watch. That so would not fly. It's especially because uh, this is uh, well, we're we're knee deep into their into their feelings where Cat uh, um, and uh, what's his Patrick. name? Patrick. Patrick are, are you know just really exploring their their honeymoon phase there, and he's in detention because of uh, the bleacher scene, the, the singing. The bleacher scene, which I think I made the joke that the, that the cops got there faster than a school shooting. <laughs> yeah, you did. And I, the what was awesome. funny to me is that she's trying to get him out of detention as if, like, that's what's holding them back from a, a beautiful day. Detention is, is an hour at most. It's right. usually going to be a half hour, especially after school. It's usually going to be, you know, an hour at most. Uh, depending, uh, and I don't know how. It seems like there's a lot of indoor/outdoor rules at this school, which is it's Seattle, Vancouver, right? Or I mean, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Seattle, Washington, and it's just uh, bright and sunny there all the time. So mm-hmm. it it did make sense to me that she would flash the teacher so they could buy maybe what 20 minutes, get him out already. She... I want you. I need you. Oh baby. Oh baby. She needed him right now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, not even a bra either, I guess, right? She nope. just lifted the shirt right up. I mean, no bras, I, I I guess. Which is said to make them sag more, ladies. Science. Thanks, Jordan. Thank you, for Jordan. This, for that There's, PSA. And just, hey, no, no problem. Uh, we, we teach everyone uh, on this podcast. That's <sighs> hey, more great, you know. Great information here. <laughs> me, me, Sarah, Eric, 
everybody in the world who's listening to this show knows that they Google one thing and it goes down a rabbit hole that you did not know. And you find what you did not Google more fascinating than what you were Googling. Let's so what were on. you Googling to get to that point? H himself. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I mean, okay. So, okay. So talk about Heath Ledger. Talk about Julia Stiles. We talked about the relationship. I want to talk about it more, but I don't want the whole show to be about it. I want to talk about a relationship, if you guys don't mind, that just really irritated me. Uh, the Secret World of Alec Mack and, and Joseph Gordon Lovett. She is wretched. She's horrible. What? I did not like her at the younger sister. She was the worst one of, if not the worst character in the movie. And I'm being serious. What about Joey Donner? It's, um, it's not like the... Is is uh, Joey Donner? Is that like the jock guy? Yeah. Like okay, no, 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 no. He's horrible. No, no she's worse than him. No. I I want to hear this. Go ahead. Yeah, Ma. please share. Okay, so Joey Donner is that the actor's name or is that the character? No, that's the character. The character, yeah. Okay, so okay, so Joey. Joey at least is one dimensional enough to where we know that he's a shithead and that's all he cares about, right? There's no mm -hmm. character development. There's nothing. Right, is this he's just a jerk and he's out for one thing, right? With uh, the younger sister, I'm sorry, what's the younger sister's name? Bianca, Bianca, Bianca. So, Bianca's like she's walking around school, flipping her hair left and right, knowing that she's hot, listening to Britney Spears, having a good time, right? And then Joseph Gordon Lovett, out of nowhere, is just, just like, oh my god, it's my first day at school, and who's that angel? Who doesn't really pay attention to him? She uses him. She says she wants to do things and go on dates with him. But then she leaves him at a party to go hang out with Joey, who's a jerk. She realizes that he's a jerk, which fault of her own. She should know he's a jerk because he has that he has that uh, uh, that reputation. And then in the movie, she gets what she wants, just like her sister, a safe guy that is not a bad boy that's going to treat her well. She's a horrible character. Oh, so oh, she picked she picked Lon over Noah. Huh. Hmm. <laughs> oh, Sarah. How uh, dare you? Oh, come on. Tell me I'm not wrong, guys. I think she shows growth with the fact that all she is obsessed about at the beginning is her image. You know, she wants to be dating the popular boy. She likes getting rides in his car home. She just wants to date. And by the end of the movie, she realizes, oh, the popularity is not the most important thing. Having an actual relationship with a person that I care about and who cares about me is far more important. Eric? Th that's... What I got out of it, I mean, you okay. you would said of anything that uh, you didn't like how the characters are like there was no growth. If anything, she's the only character that did. Yeah, yeah. It, like that's that it was plain and simple right there. Where yeah, she wanted the one. She went with uh, uh, good and popular, and then she realized is like, oh wait, that's not what I want. This is a guy who's just going to be showing me model poses to talk about himself the entire time, and I have nothing in common with. Whereas the other guy is teaching me French. And it has stuff to talk about and goes sailing. I just feel like that's what she feels now. If there was a sequel, like 10 Things I Hate About You a week later, she would be dumping Joseph Gordon Lovett and like going and trying to go back to the popular guy again. I mean, she just doesn't seem consistent. And again, the mother leaving or the mother dead has no effect on her at all. <laughs> Bring that back up. I, so, I did find Jesus. out why this is on Disney Plus, by the way, is because this is a Buena Vista picture. Oh yeah. Oh. That yeah. means nothing to me. Uh, Buena Vista Disney did a lot. Buena Vista. Yeah, they just did a lot. Like they did like a lot of the the cartoons. Brave little toaster. Yeah. Um, okay. I wonder why it's on Disney Plus. Okay. They partnered a lot in the early Disney movies, like Snow White and Pinocchio and all of those. You see Buena Vista at the beginning of all those movies. Oh. Mm -hmm. Are they still around? Uh, yes. Actually, they help with distribution, uh, international pro uh, projects. They, they do a lot of the stuff, that a lot of the, the, the Marvel stuff and the Toy Story Pixar stuff. Internationally? Yeah, they're just under Disney now, though. I don't think they're under Buena Vista. Um, so they're kind of like, so they're kind of like Peter Pan. 
they're kind of they hold the name there. Uh, oh, here we go. 2007 Disney discontinued the usage of the brand name Buena Vista, uh, although the company it still uh, is Umbrella Corp in Disney Studios is still there. They just you know don't use the, you know uh, the name. But they did a lot of live action movies apparently in the 90s. This being one of them. Oh, they did the Rocketeer. I need to see that again. I haven't seen that forever. There is a there's a CG uh, all female cast of Rocketeer that my daughter loves. Uh, guys, look, I'm I'm really seriously not. I mean, you guys know me well enough to know that I'm not trying to sit here and be this kind of guy. I mean, like I've there's a lot of these movies in this year love series that I've never seen before. So I went into this excited to see it because I was again thinking there was going to be something to it. And now that I know that there's nothing to it, there's no meat and potatoes, it's just it's just a gelatinous stew, maybe next time I'll turn my brain off and just have a great time. But I was just expecting something, right? I was, not ex- I was expecting something, and I you, just didn't get it. You were literally given Shakespeare. Yeah, no, that's not Shakespeare. No, that's that's no. I mean, that's that's like that's like people saying they know like Lion King is is Hamlet. It, it, is. Is. it, it is. It is. It is. But that is also Lion King. You know, so it's like okay. I get it. What ten things I hate about you is Shakespeare, but with uh, letters to Cleo at the end. Got it. Okay, so okay, so you're gonna tell me that Leonardo DiCaprio and Romeo plus Juliet is Romeo and Juliet, or is it just like it tr- is word for word Romeo and Juliet. It is. It is bad. Oh. <laughs> Jordan, you are making so many statements tonight that I disagree with. Hey, 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 hey! I enjoy, I enjoy Romeo plus Juliet the way I should have enjoyed Ten Things I Hate About You. Trash and garbage and fine. Oh. You're gonna have, you're gonna have guns instead of swords. Yeah. It just the soundtrack not, is amazing. Look at this. Okay, Gosh. he doesn't like Romeo and Juliet. He, what he prefers Underworld instead, which is basically the same story, right? Yeah. I don't like Underworld. I, why would you say that? That hurts my feelings. It's the same thing, like Twilight. You know, like so many. Of <laughs> I don't these like movies Twilight either. Have the, <laughs> just... are the same? It's the same Romeo. What did we do a movie? Earlier this year, that was essentially just Romeo and Juliet. Uh, um, I feel like uh, I feel yeah, like every romance, true romance. Oh, was uh, true romance kind of? No, no, it really. was more like a Bonnie and Clyde. No, I uh, I don't even know if it was in the retrospective. I, I I I don't think it was. I felt like we once a year we we do a movie that's almost like we could relate it to a Romeo and Juliet. The the two people who have the world against them. One family doesn't like the other family, and the other family doesn't like the other person. We, we probably have. Okay, how about this? I'll make this fair so we can go back with 10 things. Sarah, I do enjoy Romeo plus Juliet. Uh, there is some great scenes and some great cinematography, especially mm-hmm. when his friend gets shot, stabbed. Yeah, whatever. Mercutio. Uh, curse on both your houses. Mm-hmm. All that stuff is great. Uh, the beginning with the uh, gas station. All that stuff is great. All I'm trying to get at is that just because it has Shakespeare in it doesn't mean it's going to be good. Oh, and, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say that at all. Right. And um, that's what I'm getting at with this. It's, it's Just because it's Shakespeare doesn't mean this is good. Let me add then, or continue on with this, that um, the part in the movie that usually... I actually will say always gets my goat, or not get my goat, will always get me going, is uh, the ten, the her, her sonnet. It, when she says the, 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 the ten, ten things, things I hate about you, when she ha- wants to hate this person for hurting her so bad, for wronging her, but she has to admit that she can't hate this person because she, in fact, loves this person. You can't, you can't love without hate. You can't hate without love. Bullcrap. What did he do that was so offensive to her? He what did he do? He to date he her. to date her, Jordan, yeah. That's horrible. But he wasn't a jerk. He treated her with respect and kindness. With, but he, he was, was paid, paid to, to do that. So that's bad. I, I'm sorry, guys. I'm just not Yes, talking. that's bad. I don't care serious. if you treat me well, but if you were paid to take me out, yeah, I'm going to be pissed. So, so <laughs> tomorrow morning, Gina just wakes up. Monday... Brand new day, brand new week. Gina wakes up and just suddenly is just like a different person altogether. And she's out the door and she's like, hey, I'm out. Your mom stopped paying me. Your parents stopped paying me to be your, your wife here. 
or whoever stop paying me to be your wife uh, I'm out everything was uh, was fake the 10 years plus was all fake I was getting paid X amount of dollars to do it good luck buddy y you would be a-okay with that like everything's just so, like oh okay well bye abs absolutely I would be devastated but that's not what happened in this movie I, I mean guys it's, that's not what happened she gets drunk at a party. She 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 tries to kiss him. He says no. The next scene, she's just pissed that we assume she doesn't say why they, she's they pissed. They already established a connection before that party, there, Jordan. Like, I know and, and he was already paid to to do that. And to the the extent, by the way, of the creep level of the research that they had to do in order to do mm -hmm. that. Like, that's yeah, obviously she doesn't know that, but we do, and that should add weight to you, the viewer. They went through, so they rifled through your personal belongings, Jordan. They went find... through her underwear drawer. Yeah, I that is typical American pie right there, right? They have to talk about panties, and then they have that stupid line of, of the of the Alec Mac Bianca girl. She's with the guys like, "Can we see your room?" She's like, "No." A like girl's a, room is private. A girl's room is private. No, it's but, not. So that's inappropriate, right? Like that's out of that's yeah. I'm not a saying bit extreme, not, right? I'm not saying that it's not messed up. That's not what I'm saying. I like, I mean, of, of, of course, you got catfished. But she didn't know at the time what she was not mad That's at what him. catfishing is. Right. But I, I'm not disagreeing with you. But what I'm disagreeing on, if that's kind of a contradiction, is, is that is that she was mad at him the day after the party. She didn't know he was being paid. Right. But I think she's she also just mad in general. She's also embarrassed that she danced on a table and threw up because everybody is making fun of her when she walks into English class and, you know, just saying, hey, you know, move that body or whatever. Uh, right. So, yeah, she's embarrassed not only because she tried to kiss a guy and he denied her, but also because she made a, a fool of herself in front of essentially the entire school. So, oh, okay. I mean, fine, fine. But is it is just the fact? I'm and and I'm being serious on this one. Is it just the fact that she was embarrassed, but or just the fact that she didn't get her kiss? Because I feel like if she would have gotten her kiss, she probably would have not have felt embarrassed when she got to school. Because at this point in time in the movie, guys, she she didn't know he was being paid. She was just mad at him because he didn't kiss her. She didn't want to go to that, that party. She was she was begged to go to that party. Right. right. And then the dude who's been stalking her around is just kind of there, and so she's eye-rolled about that. And then basically the people that she doesn't like is at that party. and rubbing Talking her... about how he's going to bang her sister. Yeah, rubbing in her face, just kind of ruining her night. She's not having a good night right. for this. And so she decides to just get bombed, and because of that, she makes poor decisions, and that's what happens. It's just not, it's just not a good night. Like you know, if we say what you want to say. She's not going to feel good the next day, probably the next week, especially because it's a high school party uh, about that night. So yeah, she she just is bummed out about that. I I, I think uh, I was putting probably a lot more thought into like the denying of the kiss, the entire time thinking that that was like the bigger focus of that. But no, you're you're after talking about it a little bit more through this. It's like you know she that entire night for her from start to finish was bad and so yeah she's probably going to think about that night as uh the worst night of her life for a long time until she gets okay the next worst night of her life well and with the amount okay. that she drank she probably doesn't remember trying to kiss him we don't even know how the amount that she drank because the camera is moving around too much uh, hold on i wanted to uh uh Go to to that sonnet uh, again, there, Jordan. So again, everything that's going up here, and she's uh, uh, doing this this sonnet here. It was the, the the most poignant part of the movie here? Was there not any? Were you just doing deep sighs through this, through this entire part? Did you at least kind of get the notion of what was? Because we're going back to it. I don't think I got an answer, right? Uh, honestly, because I just watched this movie, you know, the night before we recorded this episode, so it's fresh. At this point in the movie, when she's getting drunk and she's dancing, dancing, uh, my uh, hand is on my chin, stroking my beard, going, "Why do I care?" I, it, it, to me, at this point, I'm just watching an American Pie movie. 
None of this is doing anything for me. I'm disappointed already of where the movie has gone. And it's sadly predictable. I even said during this this party scene, I looked at my wife and I went, well, she's going to end up with Heath Ledger at the end because he's going to buy her the guitar because she loves to get the guitar because he watched her play the guitar. And she, and my wife went, and, 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 and my wife went, have you seen this movie? No. <laughs> she's like, well, how do you know the ending? I was like, because it's that obvious. I, it's, it's obvious. It was right there. He was, I mean, like he even talked to her in that scene, right? She's playing the guitar. The, uh, it's, it's, it's just the way of the, it's the way that the camera, um, sorry, it was the way that the director and the cinematographer did that guitar scene, right? She's in the guitar place, guitar center, playing the guitar. It's supposed to be like this very sensual place. Maybe her mom liked guitars. We don't know because nobody gives a crap about the mom, evidently. And Heath Ledger kind of stalks her behind her and he's like, he's not saying anything and he walks away. So he knows, hey, we got to buy the Les Paul here for her at the end because, because I care about her. I mean, guys, come on. I'm not the only one here. No, right? I, that's it. it's a, it's a high school movie. It's a, it's a tweeny bopper movie. And obviously it's going to be made simple. A lot of quick cuts, a lot of reaction here, jump over here, you know, um, a lot of bright colors with scene changes. I get it. a lot of music, uh, a lot of music. A lot of uh, lot of late nineties music. Oof. So yeah, I, I like I said, I'm not going to to de- defend it, but it, it's just one of those special things, just because I I think culturally it it serves. It's that nice part where because it's Shakespeare, where it's it's appealing to a newer, younger generation of an audience, and I think it's I don't know I I don't know why I appreciate that. It's just kind of a legacy of the story that's being passed on. I think, I think the notebook did better than than this. I'm sorry to interrupt you. But what but that's not based off of any original It's based off of it's love. based off a book. This well, is this is written by Nick Sparks, the, not by yeah. William Shakespeare. Shakespeare. I don't think that Shakespeare is the reason I like this movie. Like I don't care that it was it's the taming of the shrew. That means nothing to me. I've I I know the general story of that, but I've never actually read it or seen it. I enjoy this movie because I enjoy this movie. Okay, 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 but the runtime is nice as well. Why do you enjoy this movie? Though? Before we get into popcorn rains about it, Sarah, it is why? Infinitely quotable. It's pretty people doing stupid things and still being pretty. Uh, it's just it's a light like bubblegum popcorn kind of movie. And so you gotta turn your brain off. You gotta just gotta turn your brain off. Yeah, I'm not expecting to like learn things and and be you know deep thinking about this movie. Well, no. I guess that's my fault because I was expecting something great when I saw this cast list, yeah. and because of the hype that everybody, I mean, I mean, my wife did not slouch during this movie. She was she was upright, like a squirrel eating a nut, just happy. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, am I missing something? Am I just this old dad that just doesn't understand? Yes. Because I just don't understand. I, I didn't see this movie when it came out, so I just don't understand what the appeal is. <laughs> That's I, okay. I, Jordan, when we watched all of our horror movies and you two loved Blair Witch, and I hated it, that was okay. It's okay. No, it's you not hate this okay, movie. Sarah, because you're hey. wrong, Sarah. Well, you're wrong with this movie and no, many others that we have discussed tonight. Jordan's not wrong. Eric knows that. I, I ridiculous. I think you're having a completely I, I different. I will idea. fight you. <laughs> you will fight me. <laughs> I think right. Jordan's having wow. a completely uh, a different argument from the rest of the pack here. That's that's what's yeah. going. He's still hung up on that mom and the director here is is saying like, what the? Uh, that's not. She's not in the movie for a reason. What mom? All look, look. True story. I'm I'm very being honest with this. Okay, so my sophomore year of film school, my professors uh, brought out a copy for everybody of a script, and it was the original Back to the Future screenplay, the original movie, and he made it very clear that this is how you write a script. Everything is talked about in the beginning. It has a point in the middle, and it has a payoff at the end. 
Now I'm not saying the movie is great. I remember my professor said, but that's how you write a screenplay. And that's always stuck with me. And when you watch Back to the Future, that makes sense. They set up stuff in the beginning. They remind you about it in the middle and they pay it off in the end. Not the trilogy, just the first movie. That's, that is standard screenplay 101. When I watch this movie, there is a setup in the beginning. There's nothing to remind you about at the in the middle, and there's no payoff at the end. So, yes, I'm hung up about the mom because they introduced this character, this phantom mom character. But you don't give me conclusive reasons on what happened so I could try to understand and feel for those characters. That's my rant. Uh, do I need to turn my brain off and realize that this is not screenplay 101 and this is an American pie kind of thing and just to just shut up Jordan and have a good time? Sure. You, you can do that. And this movie will be fun for that. But my argument is, is that when you have characters multiple times throughout the movie talking about this phantom mom character and certain characters at, act a certain way because of that, I want to know more about that so I can understand those characters' motivations. You know, That's there was all also, I'm trying to say. again, you're, you're asking these questions in a movie where another character was uh, writing about a hard, what's it, throbbing? Oh, oh, hold on. Hold on. Oh, oh, I love her. Hold yes. on. Yes. Take this over. I, I, wrote I, this one I, down, I took I screen. <clears throat> As his hand slid up her creamy white thighs, she could feel his huge member pulsating, which, which <laughs> then turned into she could feel his huge member pulsating with desire, which then turned into she could feel his huge bratwurst <laughs> pulsating with desire. Sarah, all due respect, and I say this with love, I feel like you and my wife would get together and read that book. <laughs> if it was written just just just, just trash trash oh, so nonsense fun. just trash garbage with like a fabio wannabe on the cover of the book yeah. like oh yeah oh like oh yeah oh yeah you my wife would have such a great time with that <laughs> I think that's where this movie shines though is in those little moments where it it almost parodies the the teen comedy that this this rom-com right. uh and i think it does that pretty well with the the intro the the lunchroom intro whereas this one's at the lunchroom it's jgl going to the high school and instead of being the lunchroom it's the uh, the common room the, the common quad. area yeah the, the 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 area outside of the school which is i can i don't know if you guys but in my high school they they got you inside quick they did not want any mm -hmm. student outside that's that's where the the, the danger is get them inside quick but yeah, and then they the camera moves around, and I think it was funny just because the of the groups they made fun of, you know, where you go, oh, here's the good looking people, here's the the stoner people, and then who over here? Let me guess, cowboys. It's like yeah, that that's I think it was hilarious. It just uh, to go completely over exaggerated on the on the character. Oh, they do the same yeah. thing in, in Mean Girls when they introduce Katie around the lunchroom and they're, you know, these are these people, here's the sexually active band geeks, these are the plastics. Uh, they, they do the exact same thing in that movie. I, I think what Tina Fey does better than that is go, like, the hyper detail. She does, yeah. Where, yeah, and this one just kind of goes like, you know, here are the clowns. Glosses. Yeah. What I think makes a movie like Mean Girls so more iconic than this one, in my opinion, this is because it feels more real. This one is bubblegum, fake, pretty nonsense. Where I feel like Mean Girls again. Mean Girls had some some something to say. Also based uh, on a book. Also based on a book. Well, uh, by the way, the teacher that was writing the sleazy sex novel was that the principal? She was, she was, was the school the, counselor. That was the counselor. Miss Perky. Okay. Miss Perky is her uh -huh. name. Mm -hmm. It's Miss per Perky. 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 Mm -hmm. Of course. Okay, so that's okay. So that's really funny. That's really, really funny. Her name is Miss Perky, and she's writing a sex novel. That's absolutely yep. hilarious. Well, do you want to? Do you already know your popcorn, then, Jordan? Yeah, I mean, okay. So I guess I'll go first on that. Thank you for the introduction. Um, all day, I've been talking uh, with with different men and women that I work with. Ask about this movie that, you know, I would think that they have seen this movie or not. Try to help me figure out why I hate this movie. Um, this movie's not Songbird, which I still say is the worst movie I've ever reviewed. If you I've never listened to that review. Just search that in our .com and you'll love it. I swear in the first two seconds. <laughs> um, 
Uh, God, I'll never forget that movie. Um, so, I mean, like, so I kind of base it. The reason I brought it up is because is this movie worse than Songbird? Which, you know, I gave a no back to. No, this movie's not worse than in, in, uh, Songbird. So, I mean, I was debating, like I said, at the beginning of the show, if it's a small bag or, or no bag. If I was entertained. And right there at the end of the episode here, we talk about Miss Perky. So, yeah, I mean, small bag. It, it's a small bag for me because I was not really entertained. And Eric hit it on the head. The one thing that's good about this movie, it has those little things that makes you giggle. Um, so it, it just, I just, I just really was expecting more than what I got because this movie is so beloved. So for me, knowing this movie's beloved, I was expecting something different than what I got. Uh, and all I got was a Nicholas Sparks, Miley Cyrus kind of movie, you know, like just to me, garbage, trash. Um, I may watch this again when Riley gets older. Cause she probably would want to see this. Uh, but other than that, I just don't think it lives up to this hype and I don't understand it. And I want to know more and I want this conversation to go on for four <laughs> hours. So I can't understand it, but I will not. I'm sorry, Eric and Sarah, if you do not agree, I'm sorry to the fans that are listening. I just, I just give this, give this a small bag. It's not that great. In my opinion, Eric, what is your popcorn rating for 10 things I hate about you? Eh, it's, I, I agree with you. It's like it's not a a great movie. It's just memorable, is, is what it is. And I I think the reason why it's it's more uh, enjoyed than others is because it's heavier on the com than it is on the rom. It's mm. uh, and just to to go on that point a, a bit more. There's a bit more character uh, in this movie. There's there's more people to play with. Like I said, there's there's the Gabrielle Union who's just kind of like the the, the backstabber at the end, but the JGL and and uh, his uh, buddy the, the David Krumholtz uh, guy like they they can add a bit of goof to it as well. Uh, Heath Ledger is you know kind of a character. Everyone is playing just a kind of an exaggerated stereotype of who they already are, and it seems like they're already kind of having fun and playing with it. So I think that's that's the element. Whereas a lot of the other movies play a little bit harder on the drama and the romance of it. Um, and this is romance is in the background. And they're just kind of going with this other part of it first uh, for that part. I think it does a lot of replay value. Uh, it's, I like a good runtime. That's short. It's, it's fine. But I think that this movie is, um, I don't know. I like, I guess a small, like a lot of different popcorn on it. Like it's just got replay value, but, I, I understand what you say, George. Like, there's not a whole lot of um, substance there to to write home about. It's it's a simple story. It's there's a start, there's a finish. There's not much of a middle. Uh, it's just kind of people running around and, and learning life. Um, but it's enjoyable. I think it's charming for for what it is. It's always fun uh, for the nostalgia to have all these characters that have uh, hit it big later on in life. Or have been in comedy. I mean, shit, Alice and Janney won an Oscar, right? Yeah, she did. And even uh, Kyle Cease, the guy who plays uh, Bogie Lowenstein, uh, he's ha- he has his own career um, in playing many different roles. Uh, he even plays uh, in a lot of these parody movies. I think, wasn't he the guy that slow claps in Not Another Teen Movie? Yeah, he was. Uh, he's, he, yeah, he has his own comedy career. But, you know, like, there's a lot of... Uh, people in this that's always enjoyable too. I th- I think I'm gonna go with just the very kind of guilty pleasure small with extra with extra butter and salt on it. Well, that's well, that's two smalls then for ten things about you, Sarah. Can you please tell Eric and I how we are wrong for your popcorn rating for ten things I hate about you? Guys, it is a large bag with some raisinets. Come on, <laughs> uh. It has Heath Ledger. It has JGL. It has David. What is his name? David uh, Krumholtz, who was in the Santa Claus five years before this movie, yeah. and I had a very big crush on. So I was very excited to see him again in this movie. I don't care how nerdy he was. <gasps> I have a thing. that is him. I'm sorry. It's, it's like they, Yes, you're right. So the uh-huh. guy who took him on the tour was the yeah. was the was yeah. was was, yeah. Uh, was the long hair uh, head elf dude. Uh huh. Sarah, 
Yeah. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. He's been that on. Was he, he was in like Adam's Family Values. Like he, he's. I'm sorry. He was Huge. in the the TV show Numbers, where he's like the autistic brother or something. He got a Blumpkin in Harold and Kumar. Go That's amazing, Sarah. I'm so sorry. I don't. Know. <laughs> oh my God. I just. Okay. Go ahead. That's okay. Um, so it's 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 a star power. It is. It's just good looking people. Like I said at the beginning, it is infinitely quotable. I literally quoted this this morning before we got out of bed. Oh my um, God. It's it's just. Uh, I just thoroughly enjoy it. I know it's dumb. I know that you can't think too hard about it. Um, the the dad is just so ridiculous, like helicopter parent, you know, making Bianca put on the pregnancy belly. Um, it's Larry Miller. I forgot about that It's one. just, like, so dumb that I love it. Um, I'm not saying this is, like, a movie you should send to space so that it's the first thing that the aliens see. Uh but I'm going to show it to them when they get here and be like, hey, guys, we're not smart. <laughs> go away. There you go. Can I say so to, note, to, to note, by the way, that I, I will say that one thing that did bother me a lot was JGL's character, especially at the at the party. Yeah. He's just soaping around, just, oh, it hurt my feelings type of thing. And I, I wanted to just kind of give him a little punch after a while. Uh, that's the Santa Claus guy, right? No, no JGL. That's JGL. Oh, JGL. Okay, Joseph Gordon Lovett. Okay, mm. okay. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not a fan. I I actually had a love affair with him for about two months, and then I realized he wasn't as good as people says he is. So watching this movie, uh, I was reminded of his character in Five Hundred Days of Summer. Just Oof. that, like, I'm a good guy, so you need to date me. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I also it. hated him. Ooh, in, it's it's rough. I also hate him in the Seth Rogen try to be serious movie Fifty Fifty. Oh. Mm. I haven't seen it. Really bad. Joseph Gullover has cancer. Yeah. Um, yeah, really bad. He's great. So, a small bag for Eric and I, and, and a large bag for you. Hey, that's fine because I'm sure after this recording, I'll tell my wife. She always asks me when I record what was the ratings because nine out of 10 times she watches these movies with me. I tell her my rating, I tell her the guest ratings, you guys. And she should, gives me her reaction. Should so I switch sure it to, a, to a medium? I wonder if I. No, don't do that, please. First reaction. If you want, if you want to save our friendship, don't do that. Well, here's the thing: is that like, <laughs> I, I was, I was excited to watch this movie. It's not like I was dreading it, and I, and I still, I'm not, I, I, I hate to admit it, uh, but I also say the same. Don't I get choked up at the say at at every time when she reads the poems, just because Tears I really in this house. Yeah, I, I really do. That and I know, nothing. I know it's, I know it's silly, but I guess I just know that the the meaning of it. It's just that that hard thing when you just you want to hate somebody so bad, but you can't because you care about them so much. It's a unique situation to be in, and mm. I, I, it's whether it be with family or or a friend or, you know, um, hell, even a pet, you know. Well, Simpsons, Simpsons gets me choked up. We'll talk about that later. Oh, Futurama. <laughs> Jeez. I, oh, oof. Yes. Everybody, thank you so much for wh whoever is continuing to listen. Thank you so much for listening for this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast with our retrospective Year of Love series. Again, I may be like this old fuddy-duddy, but I'm actually kind of having a good time with this one. I know, Sarah, you and you and Eric are, right? This is fun. Like, these are movies we're never going to get a chance to review. Uh, but, you know, next time we get together, Sarah, I'm going to take you out for some Dirty Dancing, if you will. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah, I've never seen it. <gasps> oh. <laughs> well, you're going to have the time of your life. Oh, yeah. No, like, I mean, like, I know the things. <laughs> I know, don't, don't ever put Sarah in the corner. Mm. Know all that. Uh, never seen it. So, uh, abortion. <laughs> there's, <laughs> so there's, there's an abortion. Oh. Spoiler God. alert. Oh, geez. Well, well, we'll get into that one when that happens, you know. But uh, Sarah and Eric, thank you so much for joining me. Like always, check us out Movie Guys Podcast at Movie Guys ah, Movie Guys Podcast at Podbean.com. Check us out on our social media or wherever you get your podcast from. We are on a Eric Love Samsung Podcast, right? So check us out on Samsung Podcast. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. That's Spotify. The thing. Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Apple Podcast, wherever you get your podcast from, we are on Podbean. So. Well, Eric and Sarah, thank you so much for joining me, and we'll be back next week for another awesome episode. Have a good night.